This is the Timothy Project podcast, which exists to encourage and equip pastors and missionaries and ministry leaders. And my name is Chad Hunsberger, and with me today is Mitchell Dean. Mitchell is pastor of Resurrect Church uh, and is FCA uh, like huddle leader, coordinator um, near Auburn, Opelika area. What, what actual city are you in? Yeah, so we're in Opelika. Okay, so you're I in serve, Opelika. Right, so serve as the area director over East Alabama. Okay, so, awesome, yeah. awesome. Uh, Mitchell and I uh, met uh, a few years ago, oddly, in Uganda. Uh, we serve, we both, both of our churches are partnered with a ministry there in Uganda uh, called Four Corners, and uh, we we had an opportunity to lead like a pastor's church leader gospel clarity conference. And as we are recording this, we are even in the middle of a uh, the Timothy Project conference, and uh, Mitchell was one of our speakers. So thankful, just by the way, thankful for your word yesterday, man. God used you well. So thankful for that. Oh, I've been super encouraged, man. Thankful for the opportunity. It's yeah. been a blessing to be with these pastors and uh, all of us kind of being in, in similar shoes, man. Yeah. I've been as much encouraged by them as I've had the opportunity to encourage them, yeah. so... So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, or maybe the specific thing I wanted to talk you, to you about today, is you pastor a, a what I would describe as a smaller church, uh, but certainly not an insignificant church, right? It, it matters to the Lord. It matters uh, when we think about what a church is. It is a like healthy, God-honoring church, and I, I know that your church has a global vision. And sometimes I think as pastors of smaller churches— we can kind of think that that's really a big church thing. That's a, a thing that happens for the churches that have the money to have a missions pastor or have the resources to send, you know, dozen missionaries around the world or whatever it is. And so we kind of shrink back to the global picture. Uh, and so I wanted to just have you maybe share some thoughts with us today about what's it like as a pastor of a small church, to help your church and congregation have a have a vision for the nations. Yeah, so you know, for me, it was more of a Bible thing than it was, you know, the, yeah. the size of the church, and right. so it was, you know, not just the neighborhood, but the neighborhood and the nations. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, what does it look like for us to be engaged in that now and not? Waiting until we get to a certain size with, um, you know, a certain amount of uh, financial resources or, or people. But Lord, like, what does it look like for us to be intentional about the urgency of eternity, mm -hmm. both in our neighborhood and the nations right now? And really just looking at God's providential hand also in the opportunities that he's given us to be involved with that is that I, I don't have to be a trailblazer in that, mm -hmm. and that by God's grace, there are a lot of ministries, gospel-centered ministries right. around us that have been such a help in saying, hey, we we have this heart uh, to, to reach the nations. We see this biblically, that God has called us to that, and so will you tell us how we can be involved in, in seeing that happen? Yeah. And, and so... By God's grace, Four Corners is just right down the road mm -hmm. uh, from us and just super gospel-centered mm -hmm. ministry, so encouraged by what the Lord is doing there. And so what it looked like for us was uh, just some short-term mission opportunities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, A.W. Tozer, 
I read one time he said that knowledge by acquaintance is better than knowledge by description. Mm. You know, it's, it's one thing to to talk about this and describe and, you know, what and, and even talk about what we're called to do, but it's another when you've been acquainted with that reality and to come back and communicate that to the sheep that you're shepherding mm-hmm. to say, hey, like, I, I've seen this right. firsthand. I've been right. acquainted with the reality of what I see we're called to here in Scripture. And so through that, man, the Lord just begins to cultivate a culture of, of mission mm-hmm. that I think has impacted uh, us not just globally, has had huge implications for us locally. Uh, I think, and I don't know if it's J.D. Greer, if he's quoting somebody else. Yeah. I've heard it from a thousand different places, but he said, like, there's no transformation by aviation, yep. you know, yep. is that you're not going to get on an airplane and, and go to, you know, the bush of Africa and start doing something there that you're not... Uh, doing here, right. but what I have found is that being intentional about that has only dramatically impacted the 98% of our time there in our Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but really, what that practically looked like for us is coming alongside a gospel centered ministry like Four Corners and saying, hey, man, teach us your ways, tell us what we, do, yeah. what we can do, how we can co labor with you. And that's what, like, even here this week, you know, with Radical and radius like a lot of these ministries mm-hmm. it's like hey you you don't have to reinvent the wheel like these guys are you know super gospel centered mm-hmm. love jesus like they are here to co-labor with you mm-hmm. and uh equipping the church to be yeah. involved in this and so that's what it, it's looked like for us and man by god's grace with a small group of people it, there is a true culture that i believe has a heart both for the neighborhood but not at the negate of the nations right. it's not you know this or that but yeah. it is hey we've been called to both yeah so. i think i think what you how you started probably the most key thing for us to remember is it's a bible thing it's not a church size thing so if the bible says it if the bible expects it then this is what we ought to do and and don't don't ever push aside oh like we're too small or do whatever um i i have uh the unique benefit of being in uh, my my story includes churches of like all sizes. You might not even know this about uh, my dad planted a church when I was in high school uh, in our living room, and so like the the understanding of, of thinking about a dozen, not not dozens, but like a dozen people, uh, and and hearing my dad talk about uh, our, our need to support the the work of Christ around the world, even even to the dozen. It wasn't like it was, hey, we got to wait until we're, like you said, until a certain size. So uh, I think that's just so helpful. I also think something you said, I, I want, I would hope pastors that are listening would hear this. Um, I think the trip you and I went on together was your first one there. It was. Right? Um, but, but I would say, pastor, if it is at all possible for you to lead the way in that, you go on that first trip, right? Yes. If you're thinking practically, like you go on that first trip, if that, if that uh, what, what A.W. Tozer is true, then you need to be the one who acclimates themselves, uh, associates themselves with another part of the world. I, I think this might be helpful too, to think about. Uh, I would guess, we don't, I would guess you guys don't have a plan uh, to try to own all of the hundreds of countries in the world as like resurrect church is going to tackle them all. Yeah, no. Right. No. <laughs> right. So you, you have said, Hey, there, there is this partner that's gospel centered. 
that's working among some of the hardest to reach people in the world. And we're going to, that's going to be our piece of the pie, right? Is, is that an accurate way to kind of look at that? Oh, for sure. I mean, and that's what looking at God's providential hand and mm-hmm. saying, let's look at the relationships, the connections and his providence, like who is around us, mm-hmm. like what opportunities do we have? Yeah. You know, and so, you know, by his grace is, and, and I'll tell you what's interesting is I am, me going and being exposed to that was a byproduct of uh, a young man, Connor Fordham, that's actually at this mm-hmm. church. He goes yep. and he's so impacted by it that he comes back and he tells me what he's seen and what he's heard. Sure. That began to uh, invest and, and, and figure out about this ministry, Four Corners, just right down the road from our yep. church. And long story short, now there's there's a, a partnership that's, that's deep, relationships yep. um, that are deep. But my experience growing up, and I, I tell guys this all the time, is I have been, over the last 10 years, been awakened to a reality that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, growing up in my context, there was just not a lot of this talked about. Mm-hmm. And sh- there was Lottie Moon offering that was done once a year. Mm-hmm. We knew, hey, that's the mission thing that yep. we do. But, like, outside of that, it just there wasn't a culture of – being intentional about the nations. Right. And the Lord actually used uh, David Platt, and I was go- actually going to an FCA camp here in Jackson yeah. <laughs> when I first came. Uh, I was interning with FCA, and a guy had given me a sermon. He told me to listen, and listen to it, and on my way down here, I was listening to this sermon, and basically it was the radical book in, in a sermon. Yeah. You know? And so the Lord just began to use his uh, just exposition of the word yep. uh, to stir in me and awaken me to a reality that I didn't even know existed. Right. Um, and then from that point, it was like, Lord, I've, I've got to be obedient. I've got to do something, do something with this. And so I think even I found in our church is that when we first started, it was the same was true for them, is that they they, they didn't know of this world. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 3.2 billion people that have little to no access to the right. gospel. And some of these stories, it's like they 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 didn't even know this world existed. Yep. And so in a lot of ways, I feel like the Lord has called me to point people to the Bible and mm-hmm. to, to but then also to awaken them to this this reality around this world and this great imbalance. That, yeah. Hey, it's like, yeah. man, we have these resources, we have the gospel, we have the Bible. So like, right. let's let's <laughs> do right. something with this. Yeah. And so uh, the Lord has just, by His grace, began to cultivate that culture. Um, yes, with a with a small group of people, and uh, man, we've we've seen the Lord do a lot of things. And yeah. it's, you know, so like from a practical standpoint, like partnering with with Four Corners, we've had opportunity with two of the pastors that mm-hmm. are going through their pastor training program. Right. You know, we're leading Gospel Clarity conferences uh, there, but then they're going through this three year commitment oh, yeah. to be trained and equipped biblically. Well. Our church has had the opportunity to sponsor two of these pastors, but there is a uh, a face with the name. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen these guys, yeah. we've we've been there. Like we've prayed with them, we've done ministry with them, and man, I, I think it is just it's amazing what it's done oh, yeah. amongst our people. Oh yeah, I, I would would add this one last thing is uh, everybody, every church can pray for the nations, Amen. and uh, that is that is not. 
uh, a small task, it's not an insignificant task. And so if you're a small church pastor, that is a way to help awaken the realities of the world. Go to things like Joshua Project and see the unreached of uh, the world a day, and, or, or go to, um, again, things like Stratus, uh, dot, dot earth. Go to those kind of websites, those kind of uh, operation world, those places where you can find material on nations and put that in front of your people and, and pray in that way. I think that can make a m- huge difference in awakening the reality of the world. Yeah. And from that, man, from another just practical standpoint in my own home, like mm-hmm. we, we started doing that with the Joshua Project yeah. and shaping that culture within my own home. I have yeah. six children and you know, thinking about, man, maybe they're one of these arrows that are going to be released, mm-hmm. um, but I want them to at least know this exists yeah. and to contemplate maybe God is is calling me yep. uh, into that field. And and so we actually, a lot of times, my, li- my little man, T- Titus, has this ability to memorize these people groups. <laughs> like, we'll walk through this Joshua Project, and the names, oftentimes I'm like, man, I, I have to press the play button for them to <laughs> yeah. pronounce the name, but yeah. he has this ability. To, to do it. And so a lot of times when we're praying at church, it's like people think he's speaking in tongues because he is <laughs> saying all of these people groups. <laughs> and But it's, it's been really neat to see, even in my own children, the Lord cultivating a heart for the nations. Yeah. And so yeah, that's very practical is just to go download the app, mm-hmm. the Joshua Project, and each day, you know, begin to lift them up. Yep, that's good. Well, I really appreciate you being a part of this today. And again, uh, maybe we'll get you back on another one, on another topic, man. I I appreciate you so much. Uh, I hope that you who are listening enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, take time to uh, like it, uh, review it, uh, do all those kind of things in order to share it uh, and let other people know that it exists. So thank you so much for your time and look forward to the next one.